Today's show is pre-recorded. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Yeah, I got one. Uh, and I, I got a message for you today, too, something I was thinking about that might help you along the way. The thing I appreciate about so many people that I learned from, Bishop Jakes, Kenneth Olmer, Donnie McClurkin, Kirk Franklin, Joel Osteen, I can't tell you, and many more than that. I mean, you know, I'm I'm, I'm naming, you know, famous people because I know you know these names, but my father, who you never met, was so great in my development as a man, but my mother, Lord have mercy, my mother, she taught me about faith. She gave me the things I needed to know about what I speak about every day. That basis was given to me by her. So so many great people. But here's the thing that I've had to learn. And that is that if God got you through it, it's done. Move on. See, I, I can't tell you how many people don't really pay attention to that close enough. If God got you through it, it's done. Move on. How many times... Have we as people allowed God to get us through something, get us beyond something, get us over something, get us through something, and then even after its completion, we sit there and we dwell on it and we dwell on it to the point where it becomes an anchor around our neck and we can't move on. We can't move on because we just won't let it go. It's done. If God got you through it, it's done. 
move on. Stop harboring on the past. Stop hanging on to every time you fail. Stop hanging on to every time you slipped up and messed up. Stop hanging on to every time you didn't get it right. So what? Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody messes up. Everybody don't get it right. Everybody struggling with something. You ain't the only one. But my God, man, if God got you through it, it's done. Move on. What you hanging on to it for? That's why he got it, got you through it. So you can move on from it. See, a lot of things that happen to us that we think are negative or, or bad experience, these are lessons in what not to do. This is a, a, a way to have a now, a bearing on. Look out for it the next time. You got me once. You can't get me again. I'm telling you, man, if God got you through it, it's done. Move on. You have got to move on. I use this analogy all the time. I'm going to add a little bit to it. Bishop Jakes told me you cannot drive your car looking in the rear view mirror. See, you know what your rear view mirror is actually for in your car? Your rearview mirror is designed. After I pass a car and I want to merge into that lane or I want to make another move, I look up in the rearview mirror and all I use it for, it shows me that I've gotten past it. I've gotten past the vehicle I was passing and I got enough room now clear to make my next move. That's what I use my rearview mirror for. I use my rearview mirror to just glance up every now and then to see what's coming up on me. That's all I use it for. Listen to me real close now. Your rearview mirror on your car is after you're passing something or you're passing by something, you can look up in the rearview mirror and it lets you know you're past it. You're beyond it. It's clear now. It's in the past. You no longer have to deal with it as the car that was in front of you blocking your way. You have passed it. You look up in the mirror. You've cleared it. Now, if you want to switch lanes, you could slide on over. You got room. But that rearview mirror also lets you see if anything is coming up on you. And you just need to glance because if you moving forward, Ain't a whole lot can come up on you. You're just glancing every now and then. And it reminds you that you got through something and you got beyond something. That's what the rear view mirror for. Now let's talk about that windshield. Why you think that windshield so big on your car? That's the biggest window on your car. You know why the windshield so big? Because it's where you're going. Because even the automobile makers want you to have a wide view of where you're going. So you can see what's up ahead. They put lights on the car at night so you can have night vision and see what's up ahead. But you can, uh-oh, uh, uh, man, uh-oh. See, now, why is that? Look, think about that now before I move forward with this one. Think about that windshield, man. Why is that windshield so big? So you can see where you're going. It's way more important where you're going than where you've been. Don't you see that? That's why the rear view mirror is so small, because it is nowhere near as important as it is as to where you're going. 
where you've been just allows you to take a glance so you can make sure you cleared it so you can see if it's room enough for you to make your next move so you can know that you've gone through it and go ahead on about your business. But that windshield, that windshield is for vision. A man without a dream or vision shall perish. That windshield is for somebody going somewhere. That windshield is for somebody up there trying to make another move. I'm going to go right, I'm going to left, I'm going to get off on this exit, I'm going to take this detour, I'm going to handle this sign, there's a new route. There's only so many miles left to go. That's what the windshield got. Let me tell you something, man. When you see a mile sign, you're driving on the freeway, you're on the interstate, and you let's say you're driving to a particular city, and you see a sign that says that city is 38, uh, 138 miles away. That lets you know where you're going and you're on the right path. Now, if you keep looking in the rearview mirror, you'll never know how close you are. You'll never know. Because you're driving your car, looking in the rearview mirror, you all on the shoulder, you hear them rocks up under your car, you done scared yourself to death, because you know why? Because you keep looking in the rearview mirror. Get out the rearview mirror. If God got you through it, it's done. Move on. So what? He don't love you no more. And? Man, let's move on. If God got you through it, it's done. Move on. God got something for you. If you get out your rearview mirror and get up in that windshield, God's got something for you up ahead. But you can't see what's up ahead because you in that rearview mirror. If God got you through it, it's done. Let's move on. Come on, y'all. Don't let the past beat you up. That's the ingredients in the cake. You done made that already. That's done. Let's go. God, look in the windshield. See what God probably got something new for you. If you get out the rearview mirror and look, open up your eyes and see. All right, let's go today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. In the words of nephew Tommy, it's Friday, y'all. Yeah. It's a new day. The other one is gone, and today's a new day. Yeah, hey, you ever been to a, a lounge and had a dude that was up there singing, but he was writing a song that he wrote? <laughs> and you'd be sitting there what? just struggling with it, but he really ain't a good singer. He a lounge singer. He's singing at the Holiday Inn Express over there by Killing the coffee it. machine. Uh-huh. Like a very own Roscoe, yeah. Today <laughs> Friday. Yeah, come on. And all the people's probably getting a check today. <laughs> you know it's payday on a Friday all the day. I'm so glad that it's a Friday. How y'all doing this evening? Yeah, well, in the, the middle right of the set. I know it's Friday. Come on, everybody sing it with me. No, it ain't Thursday. Come on. Because that was yesterday. Yeah, get it Oh, we looking at Friday. It's the day before Saturday. Friday. Look at here. Woo, that's a hit. Hey, folks, listen, we want to thank you for coming out tonight at the Holiday Inn Express. Make sure you tell everybody because I'll be here Friday. Come on. Thank you.
It's Friday. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, like I was saying, you know, thank y'all for coming out today. You know, uh, listen, they got a couple of room specials you might want to be aware of. What? Uh, you got uh, they got award points. And, <laughs> they got award points up at the front desk. And don't forget, you got to drop your driver's license off if you want a towel and a soap and washcloth. Wow. I'll be here every day and I'll make fresh coffee right before I start. I make the best coffee here in the city. So we'll see y'all tomorrow night. I'll be here at the Holiday Inn Express right here in front of the coffee machine. Talk to you. Morning, Shirley. Hey. Uh, <laughs> good morning. Happy Friday. Carla Pharrell. Never mad on a Friday. <laughs> I'm going to have everybody at work. Friday. Yeah. Right. Junior. You know, I come up here in front hear that boy sing. You know I do. <laughs> Nephew Tommy. Nephew Tommy on a Friday. Yeah. That's what it is, man. Sing it from your gut, though. Let it regurgitate yeah. up through your chest. Okay. So much. But yeah. it is Friday, though. Yes, it is yeah. Friday. Is that? No. That's a great day. What is Never it about mad. Friday that we all love? Yeah, it should boy. feel good. You got a couple Friday days feeling. off after that. You got a couple yeah. days yeah. off. Couple yeah. days yeah. off. Yeah. Going to yeah, get nice it. up in here, man. Well, mm-hmm. let's get started today. What we got going on, Shirley? All right. Well, here we go. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, ask the CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey will be in the building Friday. Friday. Come on. The day after Thursday. Yeah. Is the day before Saturday. Ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. Time now for Ask the CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building. Uh, Steve, this one is from Leela in the DR. Leela writes, I'm a 40-year-old single woman and I'm dating a 42-year-old man that I met online. We both made it clear that we were looking for a relationship that would lead to marriage. He is everything I've prayed for and we spend every night together and we travel together. We've even exchanged I love you, so I was a happy camper. Last week when we were on vacation, he told me that he's not ready for a relationship. Then he said he's lucky to have me and he loves me. I'm so confused by the mixed signals. We've been dating for eight months. Should I give him one more time or should I give him more time? Well, he just told you he's not ready for a relationship. So first thing you need to know is what does that mean? Hmm. Now in English, it means he don't want to be committed to you. (laughs) And he don't want you telling nobody he belonged to you. That's mm. what it sounds like it means in regular English. Mm-hmm. Now, you in the DR, and I've been there before, and y'all do speak very fluent English. Uh-huh. So that's what it sounds like to me. Now, this could be a little uh, tricky, but the mixed signals are just exactly that. I, I, I would probe and see exactly what he means by that, but I think you know. Yeah, probe meaning ask more questions. That would mean she'd have to give him a little more time then, huh? Well, you got to give him an explanation, but I think he said what he said, Yeah. and I think that's it. All right. All right. 
All right, Leela, we're going, we're moving on now to Janet in Oxford, Mississippi, who says, I'm in my mid thirties, engaged to a guy from a small town in Tennessee. When we got our marriage license, all hell broke loose and I started getting harassed by women from his past. Apparently, he has eight children by six different women, and four of the women warned me that his child support debt will be mine if I marry him. He and his best friend said it's not true, and his crazy ex-wife is behind all of this. I don't know what to believe. He said he has three children, and I met them. Should I run away while I can? Well, eight kids. <laughs> eight with child support. Mm. Whew, that's going to be rough. Now, he done went and got his boy to co-sign the three. He does have three. Mm-hmm. Your deal is to find out if he has eight. Mm-hmm. They have a thing now called research. They, they have the deal. internet. <laughs> they have uh, uh, Google. Yeah. They got everything. You can find out a lot of stuff. If I were you, I would get busy just to double check the story. Now the reason you're writing us is because you got the feeling somebody's telling the truth about your man. Because your question, your thing was, should I run away now? Well, you already know something's up. So you have an inkling. So you gotta follow up on the inkling. Do not ignore the inkling. Okay, that's right. Great advice, great advice. Do not ignore that. Is you got it for a reason. It's called All intuition. Right, yes. Eight kids is a lot. Eight kids. That's a lot. Yeah. Well, you ain't going to be able to get out under that child support. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on to Perry in South Carolina, who says, I was messing around with a married woman for a few weeks, and her husband found out and jumped on me. I had to get stitches in my head, and he scratched my cornea, so I went to an outpatient clinic. I didn't have health insurance at the time, so she paid my medical bill without her husband knowing it. The clinic, listen though, the clinic mailed the receipt to her house, and her (laughs) husband saw it. Yeah, he texted me saying he'll deal with me again whenever he sees me. (laughs) I'm too old to keep fighting. Should I call him and talk this out? Well, it don't sound to me like you've been fighting. <laughs> you know, you 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 know, should I call him and talk this out? Mm. You just said you was messing with a married woman, this man's yeah. wife. Uh-huh. Let me ask you something, Perry. What you gonna call him and say? Mm. <laughs> well, what 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 this conversation finna be? Hey man, look, we need to stop this. I'm too old for this. Well, you was messing with his wife. He said he gonna deal with you when he see you again. Now, look, you done got stitches, and you done got the one corn. You ain't gonna be able to see after this next ass. I'm just gonna tell you that out. He gonna bust up all your visual capabilities. This man hot about his wife. Oh, yeah. Now, she felt bad for you and paid your medical. You ain't got medical. You ain't got no business messing with this man's wife. Dog, what do you want? Yeah. Yeah. Go away. <laughs> Go away. Yeah. You, need, I, you need to move. Coming, <laughs> yeah, he needs to go away. Point. You're absolutely right. Yeah, you need yeah. to move, man, but you're going to uh-huh. get this other whipping, though. Sooner, he's going to deal with you. He seen him spend some money on you. Yeah. Right. Oh, he's going to whip you again, partner. Uh-huh. He got to get that out of and him. And you got yeah. it coming. He told you. Mm-hmm. He didn't even tell you he was going to get you the first time. No, Ooh. he gave you fair warning this time. Stitches in his head. 
Yeah. All right. He was whooping he was throwing him good. Hands, man. He yeah. was throwing yeah. him uh, hands. He texted her from her phone. I'm going to get you what I see. And it says Sheila yeah. at the top. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Our last question comes from Jay. Uh, yes. Jay, what yes, you got yes, for the yes. CLO? You met a freak. You met a freak in the club. You don't know the freak's name. Y'all go to the hotel. You tie the freak up. You go out to get some ice. You forget what room the freak is in. What do you do? What do you do? You don't. As long as you ain't forgot where your car is. <laughs> That's the key. Leave her tied up. Hey, you don't know nobody's name. <laughs> you can't remember crazy. the. You can't remember the room. You don't want to get ice. Nope. Now you can start knocking on doors and do this here. You in there? <laughs> freak. Mumble if you tied up. My name is Freak. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. Sir, sir, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got the wrong room. My bad. Much. My bad. You stand there in your drawers with an ice bucket. <laughs> All right. Coming up next, we, we got to move on. Nephew Tommy's here with Run That Prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with our national news and an entertainment news uh, at the top of the hour as well. But right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? My dog, Apollo. My dog, Apollo. This is going to be one more time for the people who did. My dog, Apollo. It's going to be funny. I know it. Yeah. I know yeah. it. Not Apollo Creed, but my dog, no. Apollo. Apollo. Right? Yeah. Not Showtime at the Apollo, but my dog, <laughs> Apollo. There's been, been some dogs at the Showtime of Apollo. Trust me. I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello. Uh, is this apartment 18C? Yeah, this this 18C. Hey, man, my name Virgil. Uh, who, who, who is this right here? Who is, who is this? You speaking to Marcus? What's going on? Okay, Marcus, let me ask you something, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all done messed up. Y'all, y'all done got Apollo arrested last night on some trumped-up charges, man. Hold on, I'm lost here. What, what, what is this you talking about? You got Apollo arrested last night on some trumped-up charges. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you sure you died the right number, I man? I got this... the right number, man. Y'all, you, you, and, you, and, you and 18C, ain't you? Yeah, okay, this 18C. Now, tell me, now, now what is this about Apollo? Who is Apollo? I don't, I don't know what you're talking you, you, about. You got, y'all got Apollo arrested last night on some trumped-up charges. You know, now he downtown, and, 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 and evidently somebody pressing charges. So now I got to figure out how we going to, I'm going to get Apollo out of jail. Hold on, hold on, Bob. Listen, listen, right you call here, man. It, I need y'all to go downtown hey, and go on and drop these charges so Apollo can come home. Fuck the brakes, boss. Listen what you're saying now. You calling me about somebody that I don't even know. I ain't even, I don't know no Apollo. You know, you're, I, I, I apologize for your homeboy and, 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 and everything that's going down, but I, I don't know nobody named Apollo. I really don't know I don't know what you're talking about. So, okay, you know. so y'all, y'all, y'all ain't called the police last night. Ain't nobody called no police. You, you ain't called. You're going to sit here and lie to me and tell me you ain't called no police last night. L- let's take this back. Now, now, what's your name, man? My, my name is Virgil. And now, now, how you come about getting my number? Don't Who worry about my... how I got your number. I got it. You the one. I know you the one got Apollo arrested on these trumped up charges. Don't worry. Now, hold on. How you know? Where is, well, how do you know where I live? Because I live above you. I live in 19C. 19C. 19. So, 
Are you the one that got the loud barking dog all hours of the night? That's Apollo. My dog is Apollo. My God. Apollo, man, you got me thinking that you talking about some human being. You sitting here calling me about some animal, some dog. You arrested my dog oh, listen, last listen, night, man. man. First of all, no, nah, evidently you pressing charge. Hey, listen, nah, you going man. down there to get my dog out of jail, man. Evidently, you need to listen to what you're talking about, man. you calling me about some animal? Listen, we call the front desk people about disturbance. Every time we look around, we hear your dog. So you might need to take it over with whoever that's in charge with the apartment complex because that's who we inform about your loud dog. Now, you know, you calling me, how you got my number, I don't know. But you need to check this out and, and, and talk with the people that's in charge of the apartment complex. I'm taking it up with the person that could, that filed a complaint and got my dog arrested last night. Now, my dog down there on some Trump really? charges. Really? Really? They didn't even read, they really? didn't even read Apollo his rights or nothing like that. Really? You really talking? Listen, listen to what you're saying, man. out the house, man. And, and, and it's all this cause of you. Man, I think you need to, uh, you you need some counseling or something about because you talking about a dog. How can a dog get arrested? You need to. Uh, <laughs> this is crazy. Listen, I I I don't think we got anything else to talk about, man. Because uh, yeah, we got we got to talk about Apollo, man. And how how you gonna go down there and get him out of jail? And you need to have him be here back by the this, this evening. I I ain't finna go through this without my dog being here. This man sounds crazy. Baby, this man calling me about a dog being arrested. This is the dog that be barking. It's Apollo, it's, man. Apollo is a, is, a, is a family member. And you done got him arrested, man, for, for what? Hey, man, Why but, would you do something like that? Man, how about this? You and that dog. Don't be calling me no more talking to me about some dog that I ain't got no control over. You need to take this up with the police or whoever call. Ain't nobody call no police. Did you just say Apollo? Man, listen. Did you just say that? You heard what I said. Okay, okay. Hey, man, I'm I'm not trying to argue. Okay, look, look. Let's let's just, let's just do this here. Is it any way you could just come down there with me this evening and drop the charge? Come down well. Come down to the police station, man. Well, Apollo, where dog? Look, 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 look. Dog. He down. Listen, listen. Okay, I'm not trying to holler. He down there on some trumped up charge. You you can't even pick him out in a lineup if you want. Apollo, clean. I can't believe it. He got it. no pride convictions, man. It. I can't Nothing believe like it. Nothing like that. Uh, uh, listen, man. Do you really hear what you're saying? Now, I know they say man, uh, uh, best friend is a dog, but you taking this a little bit too far. Now, you need to really listen to what you're talking about. You need to have all this, what you got a problem with, with the folks at the front desk and the police, if they do got your dog. This really don't make any sense right now to me. Now, I, I apologize once again about your dog, but uh, I think we have our uh, business finished right now. Hey, man, because let I, me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you this right here, okay? Uh, uh, Marcus, right? Yeah. Okay, let me tell you this here. You try to testify against him. Try to testify against against Apollo and see what happens. What in the world are you telling you? Listen, man, I'm going to tell you like this. you, Apollo, anything else that you got to say about this situation right here. You found my number. You found. You know where I live. You just come see me. You, you, you really want that? I'm about to be through with this phone call, man. i tell you what. i tell you what. Let me say this right here. I'm gonna say this right here to you. You try to you try you try to get on the stand and testify against Apollo, and I promise you, dog, you're gonna have some problems on your hands. You hear me? Listen, you really talking some nonsense right now. Do you really hear what you saying to me? Apollo is a dog. I know he's a dog. He my dog. You know what? I tell you what. Hey man, how that uh how that pretty little wife of yours doing? The one that be at home while you going to work all day. You just say to me? How is that pretty little wife of yours that be gone, that be at home when you gone to work? Who, who, what's, your, what's your name? Who I already this? told you my name, Virgil. Check this. 19C, where you at, right? 
please that's believe where I'm that, at. Well, please believe that's what we about to meet right now. Because now the nail going to come up here talking to me about my wife. So if it's any other dog you got up in the place, please believe that dog's going to get up right along with your Okay. Well, I got, I got, you, I got one more thing you told you. Man, you one thing you need to know before you me, get here. You ain't got to say to me because you ain't took this a little too far around with me and a dog. Now you trying to talk about what's going on in my household and my wife? Please believe 19C is where you about to find okay, me. Okay. Well, let me tell you who else up here in 19C that's waiting on you. All of them about to get up. Whoever is all up in 19C. Okay. Well, let me tell you who else in here. You want to know who else in here? Man. I'm finna tell you this here. Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show is up in here in 19. Say! <laughs> what the hell? Nephew. <laughs> this is Nephew Tommy. <laughs> God. Man, you got me cussing, man. My mama be listening to this station. Your neighbor Gerald got Gerald me to thank you. you about your neighbor downstairs. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> Hey, man, you got to tell me this, baby. What's the baddest radio station in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show and Nephew Time is Crazy. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. You did. Case closed. Bounded over yeah. the grand jury, all right? Come on. All right, nephew. Let me get a big you. round of applause for being stupid. Now, give you to me. What, what, what is this? <laughs> you don't. Give it to the We don't have time for that. Give it to the damn man. Give him a round. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So yesterday, I think we were talking about this off the air. Uh, the mass Singer. Uh <laughs> We were talking about the mass yeah. singer, and we knew that the Yeti monster was Omarion, okay, from wow. B2K fame. Yeah, um, yeah, I love that show, Mass Singer. Anyway, uh, in other entertainment news, ASAP Rocky says that Rihanna is the love of his life. ASAP said, uh, "Life is so much better Wait, when you've got Shirley. Huh? Did you hear Junior? Uh-uh, I'm sorry. What he I, I just said mine too. <laughs> he could be the only one." <laughs> That's right, Junior. But ASAP says life is so much better when you got the one. And he went on to say he is in the best relationship he's ever, ever had. What do you think about that? Who who is ASAP Rocky? You know, he's a rapper. Remember he got in that trouble. Yeah, was he in Was it Sweeten? Yeah, I think it was Sweeten. Yeah, yeah. Remember that? And he's with Rihanna? Yeah. Rihanna. They going strong. Oh, yeah. The Rihanna. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. She was dating a billionaire, and, and that was her last relationship before ASAP Rocky. But, you know, people love ASAP Rocky. They think he's handsome because he was a model, you know, he's a rapper. And... You got swag. You yeah. Got yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So well, to, going to y'all, he do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he come to hate. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you ain't uh-huh. feeling him, Junior. Hell no. Not if he with Rihanna. <laughs> no. I mean, he cool. Speaking you know, of somebody else, but not with Rihanna. I ain't feeling him. Hell no. No sap, all Rocky. This, all, all, all this as soon as possible. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. ASAP. Yeah. <laughs> also, speaking of Rihanna, uh, new haircut alert. She's back. She's back, Carla, rocking the pixie. Short yes. haircut. Come on she back over so, here, Rihanna. Yes. Yes. She looks Beautiful. so fly. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. You, you saw it, Junior? Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> I mean, if I, I'm not going to see it. It's Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> 
In, uh, in other entertainment news, Tiffany Haddish recently said during an interview that uh, this is, <laughs> these are her words, ain't nobody asked me about replacing Ellen. Okay, because that was a rumor that Tiffany Haddish was one of the front runners along with uh, Kelly Clarkson. But Steve, we hear in the streets that uh, your name is popping up to replace Ellen as well. What's what's up with that? Some street Let talk. Us know. Yeah, yeah, the all that is talking. is street talk, y'all. That ain't number street talk. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know. well, just, just in case it might not be street talk. Me and Junior are we're here ready. for you. Okay. We're, we're all we're, ready we're this time. It ain't going to just be y'all two. <laughs> That's Sick right, this, Carla. And we, yeah, That's and we right. need everybody to be ready. Yeah, everybody ready this time. I'm hating like Junior did on ASAP. <laughs> oh, <man. Yeah. laughs> on no. ASAP. No, that really is street talk. That, oh, if it happens, oh, you never know. If it happens, it's possible. Yeah, I'm sure they're looking at a number of people. Steve? Uh-huh. They ain't looking at me. Well, they got rid of the dude at NBC, so I don't know. Ain't nobody said nothing. Why me. not you? That's what I say. Yeah, Why yeah. not you? Yeah. How come mm-hmm. you going to turn down this best for me, you and Jay? How you going to do that? Again. <laughs> again. Junior. Again. Yeah. Everybody well, on the Zoom going how much, this time. How much would Everybody. they offer? Huh? How much would they offer, see? You got to look at that, too. How much would they offer you? Yeah, how much what you, you think that number would be? Well, well damn, listen, oh, we come you, so oh, you talking about me and Junior? Agree. We take what they offer. Me and Junior yeah. take what the hell they offer. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's what we know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll talk about it. <laughs> Time now, Steve, for today's headlines. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you, and good morning, everyone. In the Middle East, after 11 days of fighting, Israel and Hamas have agreed to an Egyptian-brokered ceasefire. They agreed to it last night. It was scheduled to begin around five hours ago, around uh, 2 a.m. Eastern time. It may take a little time, though, to see if it's holding. It seems to right now, and President Biden is sounding confident. I believe the Palestinians and Israelis equally deserve to live safely and securely and to enjoy equal measures of freedom, prosperity, and democracy. My administration will continue our quiet, relentless diplomacy toward that end. Mr. Biden says the agreement's in partnership with the Palestinian authorities in a way that does not benefit the Hamas militants. By the way, there was some mounting pressure on the Jewish state uh, to make nice from the U.S. Senator Bernie Sanders, for one, introduced a resolution yesterday of disapproval to block the $735 million arms sale to Israel. At last report, some 230 Palestinians have died, including 67 children, and there were 12 dead in Israel with two children killed. In Washington yesterday, meanwhile, the president signed a measure called the COVID Hate Crimes Act. He signed that into law. It's aimed at reducing the attacks on Asian Americans, and the bill passed with bipartisan support. The new law calls for the Department of Justice to designate a point person to expedite the processing of of hate crimes cases while also making it easier to report hate crimes at the state and local level. Grandparents afraid to leave their homes even to get vaccinated for fear of being attacked. Small business owners targeted and gunned down. Students worried about two things, COVID-19 and being bullied. And he said that is a horrible situation. It has to change immediately. The Kroger food chain says it stopped its customers from donating money to the Indiana affiliate affiliate of an extreme right-wing militia group whose members were allegedly involved in January's Capitol Hill riots. A spokesman for the nation's biggest supermarket chain claims not to have known that the Indiana Oath Keepers was one of the beneficiaries of Kroger's community rewards program. They say they didn't know. Anyway, uh, black bachelorette Rachel Lindsay spoke about her 
frustration with the way the producers of the franchise handle her season on Comedian Z-Way's show. She says they put black men on the show who didn't date black women because they thought that might be interesting. Interesting, I guess, to humiliate a black woman. Anyway, Rachel Lindsay ended up with a white man, and she got a lot of criticism. It turns out, though, guys, that all three of the black bachelors in the Bachelor or Bachelorette thing, Rachel, Tasha Adams, and Matt James, are either dating, married to, or engaged to a white person. And finally, they broke ground on an $80 million museum dedicated to hip-hop yesterday in the Bronx, New York. A lot of folks were on hand, LL Cool J, Nas, Fat Joe, and Grandmaster Flash. Back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, introduce your your road dog. You guys have been friends forever. It's time. Ladies and gentlemen, Jay Anthony Brown. First of all, it's the comedy breakout show that's going to be in Columbia, South Carolina, July 18th. Go to Eventbrite to get your tickets. Yours truly and Jess will be showing their art. Now, with that being said, it has come to my attention that at least about... 44% of black people have only been vaccinated because they have said that they don't know what's in the vaccine. Mm -hmm. We're not getting vaccinated because we don't know what's in it. So what I've come up with is a list of things that you put in your body that you have no idea what the hell's in there. Okay? Okay. I have a list. Let's start. Let's start with makeup. You put it on your eyes, you put it on your lips, mm-hmm. you rub it all in your body. You have mm-hmm. no idea what the hell is yeah. in there. Okay, mm-hmm. let's talk about mustard. You don't know what's in mustard. You have no idea. <laughs> you don't even read the side of the mustard jar. And don't just tell me mustard seeds. It's more in mustard besides mustard yeah, seeds. That's true. Let's talk about peanut butter. Read the side of peanut butter. Okay, uh, you don't know what's in Hennessy. You don't know what's in beer. You have no idea what the hell's in gin. You don't know what's in there. You have no idea. Pork. Let's talk about all the pork that you eat. What's in pork? i tell you what's in pork. Whatever the damn pig ate, that's what's in the damn pork, okay? You don't know what the hell's in Kool-Aid, but you'll eat it. You'll eat chocolate. You don't have no idea what the hell's in there. And last but not least, you don't know what's in Preparation H. You have no idea what's in there. But you'll grab a handful of it and shove it up your... You have no idea what's in And don't even get me started with you chitlin eaters who have not been vaccinated. Seriously? Seriously? You eat chitlins, but you won't take a shot to save your behind? I'm not saying... Take or don't take the shot. I'm just saying, come up with a better excuse than I don't know what's in it, okay? That's all I'm saying. You'll put Preparation H up your butt when them hemorrhoids get the humming. Yes, you will. And you won't read a damn thing. All right, I'm done. I'm done. You're done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, Ronald Isley, the legend, is 80 years old today. We'll talk about the Isley brothers right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, your good friend Ronald Isley is 80 years old today. 
And you, you guys are such good friends. You've known each other for years and years, uh, and you love the Isley Brothers, of course. They're legends in the game. I mean, yeah. so, man. the dude is music. in great shape for 80. He really yeah. is. I he mean, so you know, good. man, and still got his voice. Yes. Still sound the same, can still hit the notes. Wow. Yes. You know, he can put that beard on, turn into everybody's damn zaddy. Uh-huh. You know, zaddy. I mean, he just, he, he's just a dude, man. But when yep. you talk about, uh, I don't know, you know, I mean, everybody knows his music, but when you talk about just a really, really good person, man, Ron is a really, really great guy, man. And to be in a business this long, man, you know, uh, and really to, to to just be at it and have the love and admiration that he's had over the years. Look, everybody hit some uh, thorns in their career. Everybody hit some 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 low spots in their life. But man, the dude has just been a producing hit after hit after hit. Um, me personally, I don't know anybody that has done more albums than Ron Isley. Me personally. Wow. I mean, it may be but I don't know anybody personally. And I do believe the number of platinum albums is in the mid-20s. It was 21 years ago. I'm, mm-hmm. it, the number could be 28. Somebody looked that up. I mean, platinum albums. This dude is just a massively successful artist. He's never done an album that hasn't gone platinum. Wow. In his career. Not a lot I mean, of people can say that. No, as most people can't say they got yeah. a platinum album. Mm-hmm. The majority. Mm-hmm. And uh, I heard Quincy Jones talking one time, and Quincy Jones said, uh, he was talking about music artists. He said, if you get a platinum album, that's a huge blessing. If you get a double platinum album, he said, you don't really know how big that is. He said, but you go triple platinum, you need to go somewhere and sit down. <laughs> yeah. He said, three million people bought this album. And you know, now back in the day, Three million purchased albums, and you had a good deal. Yeah, without you know, social media. And all you know, man, like them cats had before. They they made some mm-hmm. money. You know, the record labels came along and found a way to cheat all these artists out of mm-hmm. millions of dollars later on. I mean, you know, but then you know the music industry got smart again, and now with all of the music that's getting stolen, it's really hard for artists now. But guys like Ron Isley just been doing it over an extended period of time. All you gotta do is just take your hat off to the greatness of this man. Yeah. I mean, man, he is that yeah. guy, man. And a warm, warm, beautiful person, man. And just good-hearted, man. man and congratulations he loves doing to Ron. It. Doesn't he, Steve? He loves performing. Yeah, I mean, hell, man. I mean, you know, this is your life. You know, this is like what, I mean, it's, it's kind of like what I do, or guess I guess what Eddie do, or what all of us do. I mean, you know, if you love what you do, it ain't work. But can you still see yourself still doing it at 80 years old, though? 80? Absolutely wow. not. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> That's the difference in me. Hell no. <laughs> 80 years old? Man, yeah. I'm going to be somewhere chilling so hard. Yeah. Uh-huh. So hard. I'll still be working. Yeah. But, yeah. uh... I, 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 he reinvents I, himself, though, Steve, with the times, and he keeps right. up with the trends. And, you know, with you know, artists I'm gonna and I'm going to reinvent myself, but I, it mm-hmm. won't be in entertainment. I just can't see myself entertaining at 80. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I, 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 I just love, don't, I you know. Um, I, think, I think it's great for what it is now. I, I think he's one of those rare individuals, him, 
Charlie Wilson, Lionel Richie, Smokey Robinson, Stevie Wonder, Gladys Knight, Patti LaBelle, Anita Baker, Shaka Khan. I can tell you the ones that I can name off the top of my head that can still get out there and hurt you. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about it hurt you, man. Yeah. You know, it's others I'm leaving off the list, I'm sure, but them people Jay, right Jay there, man. Brown, worth the ticket price. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Yeah. That's so cool, Ronald yeah, Osley. 80 years 80 old. Remember how he was trending during the versus ba- battle? All the women. Yeah. <laughs> swag. Yes, swag. yes. Fly. <laughs> All right, coming up next, the nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, she took away all my joy. Mm, We'll get into Mm. that Uh, in a little bit. uh, Right now, the nephew is in the building. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The nephew's here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Shirley, it is PSC. PSC. That is prostate checker. Prostate checker. Okay. You going in, huh? Yeah, I'm going. I'm going in. (laughs) PSC. Look at Shirley. All right, all right. Let's go, cat dog. PSC. Prostate checker. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach a uh, a Roger. This Roger. Hi, my name is Greg. I'm a PSC. Uh, I got you on my schedule. I'm supposed to come by your house tomorrow morning at about 7.15. I just want to give you a call and uh, give you a heads up and let you know we will be there about 7.15. From my understanding, you go to work you at... Say uh, you're, oh, you say you're a who? I'm a PSC, sir. I'll be okay. there I'll be there tomorrow. I got you on my schedule uh, for Monday morning, and I'll be there uh, at least about 7.15. From my understanding, you go to work at 7.30 and... Uh, my procedure's only going to take a couple minutes, but I wanted to What's just, just kind of give a friendly call and let you know that I will be by there tomorrow morning. What's a PSC? PFC? What you say, a PSC? PSC, sir. PSC. I will be there tomorrow. I've been in business uh, probably for the last, uh, I guess, about 13, 14 years now. What is PSC, specialist? What you do? Oh, you're not, I'm sorry, you're not familiar? Uh, you got me on the schedule. I ain't signed up for nothing. Oh, I got you on my list here. I don't know who put you on here, but you, it's been paid for and everything for me to come by and, and do my job. And like I said, it'll only take me a couple minutes, and I'll have you on your way. How do you uh, get my number? Say, say again? How did you get my phone number? Sir, everything I have, I got I got 20 stops tomorrow, and I got you scheduled as uh as my uh, as my first stop tomorrow morning. I don't know. I got your phone number. I do have your address. Are you at drive? Yeah, that's my address, but I don't, I'm not scheduled for nobody to come to my house in the morning. I got to go to work in the morning. I'm not going to be here. Right, right. My understanding, well, you, from my understanding, you pull out about 7.30, and I'm going to get there at 7.15. Like I said, my, the, the, you know, the procedure only takes about two, three minutes, and, and well, I'll be on my way. who told you about every, all my information? You know, when I leave home and everything, who is this? Like I say, my name is Greg. I'm a, I'm a PSC, and I'll be there. Okay, you said that already. I, you'll, you'll see me tomorrow. I'm sorry. I, I just wanted to give you a friendly call here on Sunday and let you know that I'll be there uh, I'll be there about 7.15, and we'll get you taken care of, and then I'll let you get on your way to work. You still ain't telling me what, I'm supposed, what you're supposed to be doing. Sir, a PSC is PSC. I'm a prostate checker, and what I'll be doing is coming in and checking your prostate tomorrow. 
Oh, hell no. Nah. You ain't coming here to check my prostate. I get my prostate checked by my doctor. Who who are you talking about coming to check my prostate? Not at my house you ain't coming to check my uh, prostate. And, and you know what? I get this all the time. I get a lot of people that, that are in denial, a lot of men that, that, that claim that they've got it. my prostate is fine. I really? had my prostate checked just the beginning of this year, man. You don't need to come to my house. Checking my prostate. So a lot of people, a lot of men are in denial, saying that they got it checked and they got it. And a lot of times we find out they haven't, and 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 there has to be a reason. If I got you on my list and it's paid, somebody has paid one hundred and twenty-five dollars for me to come by there and check it. Well, you should be happy you paid one hundred twenty-five dollars. It's the less job you have to do then, because you're not coming to check my prostate. Sir, I'm going to check it. Now I'm going to be by there tomorrow, and I'm seven fifteen. I'm putting my rubber glove on with a little bit of gel on it, and I am going to check your prostate, and then I'll let you get on to work. Well, I tell you what, that rubber glove ain't going nowhere near me, homeboy. I tell you what, you bring your on over to my eyes if you want to. It ain't going to be pretty. And it ain't going to be nice with you and your rubber glove. Sir, Somebody might have had to stick a rubber glove up your when I'm done with you. Don't be coming about my high talking about checking my prostate. Sir, sir, do you realize that this is the leading cause to black men? Do you realize man, that? I understand that, man. All right, they got four out of five black men. Three out of five black men are lost every year man, because is of prostate this, cancer. So you ought to be very grateful that someone is sending me by there to check it and make sure you're okay. I'm grateful that I can pay for a doctor that I go to every, every uh, once a year, man. You don't have to come to my house talking about sticking no rubber glove up me, man. What's wrong with you? Sir, sir, I'm not going to sit here and go back and forth with you. My job is to give you a friendly call and let you know that I'm coming. All right? Well, I, now, tomorrow morning, listen, I don't want to hear any more of it. Tomorrow morning, I'm there at 715, and you're going to get your prostate checked whether you like it or not. Well, you bring your on by here, then. I shall be here. You bring your bad Thank you bad enough to come over here and check my prostate. You bring your on. I'm going to check on. it. So you just be ready at 7.15 that you're going to get your prostate checked. Yeah, I'll be here. I shall I'll be let here. you go you on the work. Zone. Case closed. You come on over here if you want to. You know my address and all my, what time I go to work and everything. You you bring your bad on over here if you want to. I don't care if I got to come over there, sir, and hold you down and check your prostate. I'm coming to check your prostate at 7.15 tomorrow morning. Oh, I tell you what, you bring your bad on over here, you, you think you know who I am, what I need over here? You come on over here and you do what you got to do. I'll I'm going to be what, over there tomorrow morning. you put morning. that rubber glove on, you're going to be checking something else besides me. You're going to be checking your own You bring your on over here if you want to see if I don't get you up out of here. I'll be coming to my house with that Baby. Baby, you you tell somebody something about I need a prostate check or something. Somebody on the phone talking about I need a prostate or something. You bring your, yeah, I tell you what, I'll be here when you get here. You bring your over here. You I will be there tomorrow at 7.15 in the morning you your with my glove on. You might walk your over here. You might be wheeled away from this. You bring your if you want to. I'm going to have my glove on tomorrow, and I'm going to be checking your prostate well, at 7.15 in the morning. You want to tell my checking the prostate. You're going to be checking your own prostate, because I'm telling you what, I got something for you you come over here. You bring your bad You think you're bad enough to come over here and check something over here. You come on with it. I got one come more on thing I need to say to you. Are you listening? Then what the hell you got to say to me now? You didn't tell me some nothing. What the you got to tell me now? Are you listening to me? Just bring your on over here, you're going to be here. I'm going to be over there, but I got one more thing I want to say. Are you man, listening? What you got to say to me, man? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your homeboy. Who? <laughs> Who are you? Who you say you was again? <laughs> hey, man, this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Your homeboy got me to prank phone call you. 
Man, this Chris Johnson makes me think of Tommy, man. And Tommy, boy. Man. You all right, Roger? Boy, y'all about to make me go out. I wonder who the hell gonna come out uh, of somebody's house to do a prostate check, man, on a regular basis like that, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so got me, man. I'm gonna get him back, boy. I, I can't believe he do me like that. I'm going to go over there and check his prostate. You know, I don't even think he get his checked on the regular. I want to have somebody come check mine. <laughs> hey, man, I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is? What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There it is. Come on. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's not he too no happy limit. about that. I'm, no, he didn't, I'm thinking he didn't he's going to tense checked, up no. when you get there. Yeah, he's going to tense up when you get there. I feel that. <laughs> I'm tense right now. I don't even have one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's cringing. It saves lives. Get out there and get yourself checked. I'm just telling you. That's, that's real. Too many Boy, good go every men year. who don't get, get checked. Check. Check. You're right, Tommy. Don't so get you're doing awareness oh. with the prank? Yeah. Why not? Why not? See, I do it all. See, I, see, I do stupid, then I turn around and make some sense. I do all that. I don't know. What he did was he put his finger on. He put his finger on the funny. Go ahead, Tommy. You did that. Thing. You did it. Carl, I'm getting me a shirt made with that on. It's stupid with a purpose. Stupid with a purpose. And he got a walk and everything with it. Stupid with a purpose. Orlando, Florida, I got to say it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Five shows in Orlando, Florida for next weekend. And guess what? They all gone. Sold out. Yes. Yes, sir. Thank you, thank you. Won't he do it? Will he won't? And won't he will? Will he won't? Won't he will? Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up at the top of the hour, Strawberry Letter. Subject, she took away all my joy. Wait till you hear this. Wife one, wife <laughs> right two, wife three. This. Wife one, wife two, wife three. Wife <laughs> one. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one. Right here, right now. It could be yours. You never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, a strawberry letter. Why, thank you, Tommy. Thank you. (laughs) Subject, she took away all my joy. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am having a major problem. My fiancé and I have been together for almost two years. She is 37 and I am 29. In the early stages, we used to throw down in the bedroom. I'm talking about doing it everywhere like five times a week and multiple sessions at a time to the point where we ended up with bruises or bite marks. Uh, Her hair could never stay done back then. But lately, I can barely get her to take care of my needs and her mood about sex has drastically changed. She rations it out to me now and it's not as exciting because she only likes to do it in one position now. I'm excited to get it to get what I can get, but then she tells me when it's over whether I'm done or not. She usually gives me 10 minutes, but it's not hardly long enough, so I have to finish the job myself. But the worst part is that she only wants to be intimate on Sundays, which is my only day off, because I'm so 
self-employed and I show houses every day except Sundays. She knows that I don't like to get out of bed, shower, or shave on that day. I typically lounge around, cook her dinner, relax and watch sports or a movie. She chose Sunday on purpose. This woman has cut me off from all of my supply and she wasn't even polite enough to wean me off. She just did it cold turkey. When I asked her why she switched up our sex life, she said I'm a horn dog and she doesn't want me to go into marriage thinking I can have it my way all the time because that's not how real life works. I'm wondering what she expected by getting with a guy my age. I love her, and she's a perfect woman for me, but I need the same sex from her that got me hooked. Is she real? Is this really how marriage is? If so, is there anything I can do to change things? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you might have to move on, okay? You might have to move on. The crazy thing is that in this letter, you kind of both have a valid point. I mean, you are 29 years old. You've been spending your life lately just wishing every day was Sunday so you can have sex with your girl. And your fiancé is introducing you to what she sees as real married life with, uh, you know, not sex five times a day, ending up with bruises and bite marks. Okay? Uh, that's the way she sees married life right now, and she's calling you a horn dog. all of that. Uh, I know at 29 you don't want to hear that, but the truth is a lot, if not most married couples, do slow down on the sex after a while. That's where the term, like, date night came into play, you know, and that's why you hear married couples saying things like, we need to put more spice into our life or we need more romance. Because, you know, sometimes when the honeymoon is over, the, uh, you know, the sex does dwindle in a marriage. Uh, I don't know if that's what she was talking about necessarily, but, um, you know, the sex in the marriage, just so you'll know, does kind of, you know, wane off from time to time. So while you might not want to hear that right now, your, your fiancé is wrong for cutting you off. She's really wrong for that. But um, she's right in what she said about marriage. What sucks about this is that you guys started out like porn stars. <laughs> I mean, all this sex, five times a week, multiple sessions at a time, ending up with bruises and bite marks. Um, you know, and, and just to cut you off all of a sudden like that, that's the worst thing you could do to someone. So if, if you're paying attention now, if you're paying attention to her, I know you said you love her, sex and communication, because she didn't tell you anything, uh, they're already pro- problems before you even walk down the aisle. So I think you need to reassess your intentions here. This may not be the woman for you. It doesn't sound like she is. Steve? Get out, dog. <laughs> I ain't even gonna waste no time with this letter. Get out, dog. Listen to me. <laughs> if it's bad now, it's mm. only going to get worse. If man. she cut it off now, she's going to wrench it shut in a minute. Wrench it. She's gonna wrench it shut. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna be able to get nowhere near it. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be able to look at it. it. You're gonna touch it. Mm. Nope. You're gonna get nowhere near it. Don't I'm telling you. So here's the deal you're having a major problem. That's the opening line. Steve and Shirley, I'm having a major problem. If you're having a major problem now, when you get married, this will become an even more major problem. This is a disaster. Woo! 
Y'all been together for two years. She 37, I'm 29. In the early stages, we used to throw down in the bedroom. I'm talking about everywhere, five times a week, multiple sessions at a time. Point where we ended up with bruises and bite marks. Now, hold up now, dog. What was your uh, bruises and bite marks? <laughs> Man, what the hell was your... They punching the love out of each other. You might have messed around and just bit and <laughs> bruised yourself out of some love. <laughs> right. <laughs> her hair could never stay done back then, but lately I can barely get her to take care of my needs, and her mood about sex has drastically changed. Hey, Amen. And she's 37, hmm. and it didn't drastically change. You in trouble, man. She rashes it out to me now. It's not as exciting because she only likes to do it in one position now. And I'm excited for what I get, but when she tell me it's over, it's over. Ten minutes, whether I'm done or not, it's just ten minutes. You are, hey, 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 time. <laughs> Let's go, hey. Stop. Alarm goes off. <laughs> All right, hold that back. thought, Steve. Yeah. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Uh, today's Strawberry Letter subject, she took away all my joy. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject, she took away all my joy. This is horrible, man. Yeah. It's over with. Like I said, dog, took away your joy. Your opening line is, I have a major problem. Yes, you do. And you're not even married yet. You used to have sex all the time. You're 29, she's 37. Y'all been together for two years. Early stages, you used to throw around in the bedroom all over the house five times a week, multiple times. She couldn't keep her hair done. You get to the point where y'all end up with bruises or, or, or bite marks. Her hair could never stay done. But lately, I can barely get her to take care of my needs. Her mood about sex has changed drastically. Well, now. She rashes it out to me now. It ain't exciting because she only like to do one position now. See, y'all been doing uh, bruises and bites. And that's all over the place. Now she down to one position. And she got 10 minutes. Done or not, 10 minutes. Time up. Let's go. Stop. Whistle, iPhone, alarm going off, everything. <laughs> I like the whistle, Steve. I like the whistle. Let's go. Let's get up. Let's go. Now, it's not hardly long enough, so I have to finish the job myself. Damn, no. You down to that. But the worst part is she only wants to be intimate on Sundays. Now, dog, she done broken down. Ain't had nothing happening in the week. And now it's just on Sundays. Man, which is my only day off because I'm self-employed. I show houses every day except Sunday. She knows I don't like to get out of bed, shower, or shave on that day. I typically lounge around, cook her dinner, relax, and watch sports or a movie. She chose Sunday on purpose. This woman has cut me off from all my supply, and she wasn't even polite enough to wean me off. She just did it cold turkey. When I asked her why she switched up our sex life, she said, I'm a horn dog, and she don't want me to go into marriage thinking I can have it my way all the time because that's not how real life works. Well, that ain't what you said when we first met. Now you got a commitment talking about from this man. Now she talking about she don't want you to go into marriage thinking that you can get it any kind of way you want to. So now she's showing you, she's giving you a preview of a coming attraction. She's showing you what marriage is going to be like with her. You're down to Sundays, dog, and 10 minutes on Sundays. 
Let me tell you something, bro. You ain't going to be happy like this. You know how I know you ain't? Because you ain't happy now. So, brother, all this is going to lead to is an, an affair. That's all this is going to lead to is an affair. That's all it is. And you're thinking about it now. Anytime a man write a letter about his woman, right. sexual things, he, it's on his mind. Now, he yeah. trying not to go there. Right now, the young brother trying not to go there. Because he says, you know, I love her. She's a perfect woman for me. Mm, don't seem like it. But I need the same sex from her that got me hooked. Is this really how marriage is? Uh, sometimes, dog. Now, marriage is going to change. It ain't going to be as frequent as it was. That's right. Because y'all in the house, and I'm telling you something else, some things going to come into play that's going to affect bills, kids, mm-hmm. drama, life, life in the way, work, yeah. decisions, mm-hmm. sickness, all this here. Uh, so is there anything I can do to change things? No. Not really. All you can really do is just start liking 10 minutes once a week. Now, if you ain't going to do that, if but, you can okay. fix your mind around this once a week, 10 minutes, you might have a chance. What you want to know? Out of twenty nine, okay. This is what the I want to know. The ten's gonna go down. If it's ten now, it's definitely gonna get cut down. You're not gonna hold up the ten. Is there a ha- yeah? Is there a happy medium? Is there a, a compromise? Because maybe he's just he too, won't mow. too wild for her. The bruising, like you said, and the bites and all of that. Okay, he won't mow. Yeah, he wants. She's more. saying he's a horn dog. She ain't finna do this no more. We did this for two years. She's too much. She not doing this no more. <laughs> so she done cut it down to where she can manage it. Uh-huh. Once yeah. a week, she can 10 minutes it. a day. <laughs> yeah. Now, now we not finna You're do done, this man. with you. No, uh-huh. no, nah, nah, we not doing it with you. I'm out. Yeah. Bye. He's too, he's too now, much. she's the perfect woman for you, except she don't like sex. What? And you do. Yeah. How mm-hmm. perfect is that, partner? Oh, so what you're going to do is you're going to do what a lot of people do. I got this perfect thing over here, and I'm going to get this imperfect thing over there. Because yeah. that's what you're going to do. You're 29. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't going to church, so this ain't a moral issue. Because <laughs> Sunday. Sunday is your off day for movies yeah. and laying around. You don't shower, shave, leave the bed. You cook all this here on Sundays. You ain't going to church, so ain't no, ain't no moral compass here. So it's all good, man. It's over with. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Steve says it's over with. She's not the woman for him. Nah, man. You ain't no way in hell. I mean, 10 minutes on Sunday. Hold up, man. You know, <laughs> but bruises and bite marks, though. Showing on, okay, all right. I'll tell you what. I'll quit biting you. But we want to do something else, though. <laughs> we got to do something else. He, he tried to negotiate this. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to cut back. Okay, I'll tell you what. No more damn biting. Okay, and the bruises. And, and we can stay on the bed where we ain't got to get bruised. But we uh-huh. can we can we get this position changed? I got four <laughs> ideas on this bed. Can we try them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. But she doesn't. She's not gonna do it because she doesn't no. communicate. She's no, done. She not, she All not right. Me. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at forty six minutes after the hour, sports talk with Junior. LeBron is still the king. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Uh, Let's just go get to it. Uh, I just saw probably one of the best basketball games I've seen all season. Uh, Did you get to see it, fellas? Y'all see it? 
I just yes. saw, some I saw it, Junior. Yeah. Oh and my god. I know god. nothing about sports, but I did yep. see it. Yes. <laughs> Let me, wow. Can we? Can we? Did you see? First of all, getting uh, LeBron got hit in the eye by uh, Green, Draymond Green, hit him in the yeah. eye. Yeah. Yeah. They tried to say it was a flagrant, but it wasn't a flagrant. So LeBron shot two free throws. Couldn't see. Hit one or two. But then when the shot clock run down, under a minute to go, LeBron drills a three. I mean, it was just. He could see. He could see. 35 yeah. footer. Well, he said on TV, Junior, yeah. he said he saw three baskets. He just shot at the he one shot in, the the middle. One in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, he, and he hit it. But does this change the conversation now that it last minute shot? Who would you take? Would you take LeBron? Would you take Kobe? Would you take Jordan? Or would you take Steph? I mean, is he Either in the conversation one. yet? Either one of them. There's, there's no first. No, if, second, I, if I got a last minute shot that I got to take, it's last yeah. second game on the line, I'm going to take uh. Steph Curry. Yes, uh. you are. <laughs> oh, he's just a better shooter than all of the people you named. He was shooting. He's that a better game. jump shooter. They almost won no, yeah, he had 37 he points. He had a great Steph game, Curry man. is the greatest shooter of a basketball I've ever seen. Now, I'm going to tell you a surprising stat. Guess who has more three-pointers than Steph Curry? Who? Ray Allen. Ah. Mm-hmm. Jesus Shuttlesworth. Right. <laughs> you know who was a what? good buzzer beater, too, man? Robert Ory was a buzzer beater. He was pretty good with that. Big, Big shot Bob Rob. Clutch. Yeah. King I mean, he, you know, he missing did. that many games. And coming back in for a game that you got to win to get in, you know, I mean, that is a big thing, man. He came off the bench. He had a horrible first half. First uh-huh. half was horrible. But that second half, him and AD woke up, man. And it's like the the, the, the Warriors had thirteen turnovers in the second half. Thirteen. Mm. Mm. You pretty you pretty much giving them the game at this point. You can't give LeBron that. Right. That turns into points. So, man, I just got to give him a shout out, man. LeBron, I we proud of you, man. That, bruh, all the stuff they say about you, man. You prove it. You still the greatest out here in this league right now. Because mm. that shot he hit, I didn't even see it. I didn't see how it went in. I think he he was shocked to win. No, I don't think he was, dog. I don't, don't think, think he, he was. was? No, dog. He put that thing in that hole, man. He I raised mean, it was, up. It was no, he had, he had separation. He did what he do. There's no oh, such man. thing as a luck all net shot. Yeah, come on. I didn't say it was luck. I just said, man. I I, I just wondered. Like he just went back down course, and I couldn't see. That's what he said. I couldn't see. This is what he do. Great players do great things, man. Yes, sir. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go to work. All right, Junior. Uh, (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for that. Coming up at the top of the hour is Comedy Roulette right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. It is time for Comedy Roulette. Step up to the mic, J. Anthony Brown. Here's how it goes, Shirley. You give us three subjects. You put those subjects on a wheel, spun the wheel, wedge stop. We'll make it funny. Watch this. Okay, here we go. Today's categories are things you say to people who won't move or go on a green light. All right. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Things you say to yourself, to yourself, Mm. to keep from whooping somebody's butt. Okay. Behind. Mm -hmm. Okay. All All right. And nice things you say to people with a really bad hairdo. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right, you got it. Spun Three it. categories. Spun it, Shirley. Let's spin it. All right, here we go. <laughs> got body. Oh, please be green light. 
Okay. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's things you say to yourself to keep from whooping somebody's behind. Let's go. All right. We're about to do comedy roulette. Things you say to yourself to keep from whooping somebody's behind. Lord, if I could just keep this job to this dumbass boy graduate. Without killing my bones, I'll be all right. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Come on, Jesus. Things you say to keep from whooping somebody's behind. All right, man, you just got baptized now. <laughs> oh, you said That's it. yourself. You just got baptized now. You ain't even dry yet. <laughs> Good one, Jim. Okay, okay, don't do this. Don't do this. You know you small and you can't handle yourself in jail. Don't do that. Don't uh-uh, do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve, things you say to yourself to keep from whooping somebody's behind. Oh, Lord, I just got off probation. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Don't do it. Do I can't go back to Comedy roulette, things you mm-hmm. say to yourself to keep from whipping somebody's behind. If I set her car on fire, nobody will know who did it. Nobody will know who did it. There's no way. <laughs> Don't do it. All right. Things you say to keep from whooping somebody's behind. Uh-huh. Okay. If I kill him, I ain't gonna get my money. <laughs> <laughs> if I kill him, I ain't gonna get my money. <laughs> Things you say to keep from whooping somebody's behind. Uh-huh. I don't really know if I can whoop his ass or not. I don't know. <laughs> you question it. Need to hold up, man. <laughs> Come on, Steve. Things you say to yourself to keep from whooping somebody's behind. God, dog. I knew his black ass was going to be in here. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you're saying to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Things you say to yourself to keep from whooping somebody's behind. Yes. Maybe I could just make his dog disappear. That'll do it. That'll do it. (laughs) The baby. (laughs) Things you say to keep a whooping somebody's behind. Uh Okay, man, look now. He in a wheelchair. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he he ain't standing. He in the wheelchair, though. Oh, on now. Yeah. Things you say to yourself to keep from whooping somebody's behind. Uh-huh. <sighs> okay, okay. I am messing with his wife. Let me just go on. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, I'm going to go on with this. Uh. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Come on, Steve. Things you say to yourself to keep from whooping somebody's behind. Close it on out. (laughs) Hey, man, uh, can I have a word with you for a minute? (laughs) Hey, bro, listen, I just wanted to say uh, from the bottom of my heart, I apologize to you because I was going to kill you. <laughs> just go, just, just go and tell him. Well, all right, just, then. Just so <laughs> Take it easy, dog. That's it. That's it. Now that's how you closed it out. All right, thanks, that's guys. That's comedy roulette. Yeah. Uh, more of today's trending yeah. stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after the hour. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Junior, your Cures Hope Foundation has a big event coming up next month. Tell us about it. 
off on June 5th. It's our mm-hmm. third annual Sickle Cell Fun Run and, and 5K uh, Run and, and Fun Walk. Excuse me. Uh, it's going to be on June 5th at the Margaret Hunt Hill Bridge in Dallas. And I'm going to tell you something. My foundation, man, and my board, I got to give a big round of applause to my board of directors. They have put together a great walk, man. It's going to be so much fun. Live DJ out there, swag bag. And it's probably one of my biggest things, man. And I really am proud to help these families with sickle cell. All the money goes to these families mm-hmm. with sickle cell for Christmas. And we provide kids and their families with uh, Christmas gifts for Christmas. Because sickle cell is hard in the wintertime. You know, yeah. we talk about the cold oh. weather and everything. And I like to give them oh, a Christmas okay. before they start having to deal with the hospital. Because I'm waking up in the hospital on Christmas morning before. And that's not a very good feeling. Wow. So uh, this is this is very um, personal to me. This is probably my biggest accomplishment, more than any show I've ever done. Hey, Junior, can I ask you a question about sickle yes, cell on a serious note? Yes, if sir. the weather affects uh, sickle cell uh, people, it pushes them into crisis when they get really cold, mm-hmm. does it help if people are in warmer climates yeah huh? it does it really does yeah but it you does know, I mean you know how it was when we was in California man I was mm-hmm. happy yeah you know man I was doing really well so this is gonna be a big day man I'm proud and thank you to my board man this is gonna be a big day I'm gonna be there what's your website right. junior yeah kearshope.org that's kearshope k-i-e-r-s hope.org all right, I'd live thank in you, Phoenix Kier. if I was you, too. I'd be in the middle of the desert. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after, right after this. <laughs> you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so, Steve, your good friend Ronald Isley is 80 years old today. And you, you guys are such good friends. You've known each other for years and years. Uh, and you love the Isley Brothers, of course. They're legends in the game. I mean, yeah. so, the dude is in great shape for 80. Yeah, I mean, you know, man, and still got his voice. Yes. Still sound the same, can still hit the notes. Yes. You know, he can put that beard on, turn into everybody's damn zaddy. Uh Uh-huh. You know, I mean, he just just a dude, man. I don't know, you know, I mean, everybody knows his music, but when you talk about just a really, really good person, man, Ron is a really, really great guy, man. And to be in the business this long, man, you know, uh, and really to, to to just be at it and have the love and admiration that he's had over the years. Look, everybody hit some uh, thorns in their career. Everybody hit some 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 low spots in their life. But man, the dude that's just been a producing hit after hit after hit. Um, me personally, I don't know anybody that has done more albums than Ron Isley. Me personally. Mm-hmm. I mean, it may be but I don't know anybody personally. And I do believe the number of platinum albums is in the mid-20s. It was 21 years ago. Mm -hmm. The number could be 28. Somebody looked that up. I mean, platinum albums. This dude is just a massively successful artist. He's never done an album that hasn't gone platinum. Wow. In his career. Not a lot I mean, of people can say that. No, as most people can't say they got yeah. a platinum album. Mm-hmm. The majority. Mm-hmm. And uh, I heard Quincy Jones talking one time, and Quincy Jones said, uh, he was talking about music artists. He said, if you get a platinum album, that's a huge blessing. If you get a double platinum album, he said, you don't really know how big that is. He, but you go triple platinum, you need to go somewhere and sit down. Yeah. He said, three million people bought this album. And you know, now back in the day, three million purchased albums and you had a good deal. Yeah, without you know, social media. And all you know, man, like them cats money. had before, 
they they made some mm-hmm. money. You know, the record labels came along and found a way to cheat all these artists out of millions of dollars later on. I mean, you know, but then, you know, the music industry got smart again. And now with all of the music that's getting stolen, it's really hard for artists now. But guys like Ron Ozzy just been doing it over a extended period of time. All you got to do is just take your hat off to the greatness of this man. Yeah. I mean, man, he is that guy, man. A, a warm, warm, beautiful person, man. And just good hearted, man. Yeah, congratulations to Ron. Coming up, it is our last break of the day. It is the last break of the day. Democrats, could you just get rid of the filibuster and get some stuff done? Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> just please. Just get rid of it. <laughs> All right, and we'll have some closing remarks at 49 minutes after the hour from the one and only, our fearless leader, Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day on this Friday and uh, last break of the week. Uh, hey, let me ask you guys a question. Let's, yeah. let's close out on a high note. Okay. We'll go around the room one at a time. Okay. Shirley, best yeah. male vocalist you've ever heard. Wow. Okay, I'm going to go with Luther. I'm going to go with Luther Vandross. Is he your favorite okay. male vocalist? Oh, for, for sure, yeah. Carla? Yes. Shirley, best female vocalist you've ever heard. Oh, this one is hard, but you know I got to go with Aretha. I'm going with Aretha on this one. Carla, best yes. male vocalist you've ever heard. Oh, man. Well... I would say Luther, but because I love the Temptations so much, as a group, mm-hmm. as a group, they he the harmony. Male vocalist. Yeah, just <laughs> that a, harmony. But best now I gotta female. pick best female. This is hard, Steve. <laughs> it is hard. Um, Shaka Shade. One. <laughs> Angela Bofield. <laughs> <laughs> Sometime today. Sometime today. Yeah, today. Jesus. <laughs> yeah there is Shaka. no wrong answer. Anybody gonna get mad? Whitney at you? Houston. Whitney Houston. Come on, oh, give it to me. Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. Uh, Kier, best male vocalist you've ever heard. Oh, come on, Unc. You know KC got this. Okay, Kier. Cool, cool. <laughs> the best? You got yeah. yeah. Come you over here. Say it. Uh, no, I don't know why. Best, best female group you've ever heard. I had to go Destiny Child. Jay, best male vocalist you've ever heard. Ah, Steve, because I come back when they were singing. You know, me and you know singing. I mean, even though he did date my ex-girlfriend, I have Mm. to go. I have to go with Teddy Pendergrass. Oh, yes. And not not walking Teddy, wheelchair Teddy. (laughs) Dated, right. but, but the best, the, the best female no, not, artist not, you've not, ever heard, Jay. Oh, that's easy. That's easy. Fantasia, hands down. There's mm. nobody that can out sing out Fantasia. That's oh, just no, no, nobody. Wow, nobody. Tommy, nobody. best male vocalist you've ever heard. Come on, hands down, Luther Band. Best female group you've ever heard. The Supreme. Yep. That's oh, it. That's my name all day. The Group Supreme. Female. Hey. Supreme. Nobody greater than the Supreme. Man, the Supreme. Anything with Diana Ross in it. Supreme? <laughs> I don't know, right, though. Don't me, sleep on. 
For me, the best male voice I've ever heard was Luther Vandross. But the best, the artist that I love to hear perform was Marvin Gaye, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he made my favorite. See, I never saw him live, Steve. You oh, did. I never well, saw him live. I saw him live, but I saw him a lot of footage and stuff. It's just the way he was, man. The way he wrote. Effortless. But now, best female group I've ever heard. Ever. Mm. Ever a group of women that set, uh, the damn clock sisters. <laughs> is, uh, I'm yeah. telling you, man. Ignorance. Perfect. Them girls, the, the clock sisters. You can quit playing. Yes. Best voices. Categories. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. I understand what you're saying, but we go Mm -hmm. we go pop. The best group of girls I've ever heard sing was the Emotions. Emotions. Oh yeah. I just thought they was just man. Okay. Good lord. Okay. So best female voice. Best female voice is Whitney Houston. Yes, sir. Best female performer. Of all time, mm-hmm. that damn Beyonce. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. But up there with voice, J Hood is up there. Oh, that girl can oh, sing. Yeah. That J Hood is up Aretha there. Aretha in in the movie Respect. Yes. Yeah. Coming out of all. That J Hood yeah. is bad. All right. All right. Yeah. I've seen. Go ahead. Best Go ahead. live show. The best live show. Not you can't say the Isley Brothers or. Or, 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 or Earth, Wind, and Fire. Cause oh, hell, huh? Well, he can't answer. Best live show? Best live show. Michael Ooh. Jackson? Show. Hell, is you talking okay. about? Michael Jackson? Yeah, and Prince. Prince. Michael Jackson? Baby, that Prince. Because when Ooh, he turned them Prince. lights off and say, Dearly wow. Beloved, yes. you lose your mind. <laughs> you lose Up your mind. Up in here? I'm going to tell y'all. Frankie Beverly. I have to go with Frankie. Oh, dog. Frankie Beverly, too. Frankie. Young Frankie. Yes, dog. His show was so strong. Yes, sir. But I'm going to tell you something else, man. I'm going to tell you another one. One of the best shows I've ever seen, that damn Charlie Wilson. Uncle Charlie. Yeah. Yes, sir. 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 His greatest, be loud, boy. greatest living entertainer of all time was Michael Jackson. Yes. yes. Total yes. entertainer. Well, it would was you go? Michael. Would you say James Brown? What about James? Oh, James, James. James Brown. Nah. Yes, sir. Nah, Michael was Michael was that dude, man. Oh, man. He got a lot of moves from James. He crossed. Yeah. He, yeah. I he mean, he learned from James. Right? He said that, and he paid yes, tribute to that yes, man, he did. and he yes, knows he it. But he yes, took sir. it to another level, man. Yes, you, and you got grown men fainting for you. Prince, too. Oh, Prince, too. Prince, what you say, Prince Jay? Well, you got grown men fainting. Prince was, uh, yeah, Jay, uh, Prince was, was at another level. The world knew Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I, I could truly say that uh, we we came up in a time, not yeah. you, Junior. We, we came up in a time <laughs> where we saw the greatest the best. The best. to yes, ever sir. do this, do it. I thank God for Beyonce because that girl came and showed them how it's done for real. You make no mistake about that doggone Beyonce. Greatest female performer of all time. And I've seen all of them work, and I've seen Beyonce. I got to take my hat off to Queen B. 
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 